0: You'll probably have heard that since I recorded the season opening episode with Ian Johnston, Osprey announced a huge price rise for their public charging. They went from 66 pence a kilowatt hour to £1 per kilowatt hour. Now that's big in several ways. It's big in that it makes them the highest priced charge point operator in the UK. It's big in that it breaches the £1 per kilowatt hour barrier. And it's big in that it's a price increase of 50%. Each of those points is fairly major in and of itself, but to add all three of them together makes it quite a momentous occasion and not in a good way. The conversation you heard between myself and Ian was recorded on August the 25th. Between that time and the price rise, I was in contact with Ian on several occasions, mainly to finalise details of the discussion and what he felt comfortable including and not including. At no point in any of those discussions, including an email exchange I had with him on the Monday of the week the price rise was announced on the Wednesday, did he ever mention the potential for an increase in the tariffs. So it came as, as big of a shock to me as it did to everyone else. But if you listen back to the conversation we had All the signs were there. He mentioned the extreme price pressures CPOs are under when it comes to the price they pay for electricity. He mentioned the fact that this was going to get worse before it got better. He mentioned the fact that charging doesn't make a profit at current prices. And conversely, when electricity was cheaper, the contribution charging costs made to the bottom line of the business was higher when they were charging less per kilowatt hour which was something reiterated by Dee Humphreys from Judy Point in the episode that ended season 7. I honestly believe this was a rise that was forced on Osprey charging as a result of a number of factors outside their control. In the video accompanying the price rise announcement, Ian mentioned the lack of clarity from the government on price capping, alongside the lack of a timeline for that capping, as a couple of examples of this. Now, I know a lot of listeners and social media pundits seem to think that companies like Osprey Charging and InstaVault make huge amounts of money on their charging. But figures from Company House for InstaVault indicate that in the year to March 2021, they made a gross loss on operations of £1.18 million on a turnover of 870000 Think about that for a moment. They're turning over the best part of £900,000 by charging amongst the highest charge tariffs in the industry, and they're still losing 30% more than they're earning. And these figures, I will remind you, were before the recent energy price rises. I've not seen the figures for Osprey charging, but I imagine they're similar. I was still shocked to see such a huge price rise. A 50% increase in anything has to make people look twice at the product or service and ask if it's still worth the money. I've seen numerous comments on social media and on the video that Ian posted, which indicate that perhaps they think it isn't, and they will not be using the network again. I can understand and empathise with that point of view. If you, like podcast co-founder Simon, don't have any way of home charging, a pound a kilowatt hour is well above what you'd pay in a diesel equivalent vehicle, and you'd have to ask yourself if staying in an electric vehicle was the right thing to do. If you have home charging, especially if you have a time of day tariff for cheaper charging at night, the impact's a lot lower. It has to be said, though, The optics on this are not good. I can imagine Ian and the team debated and argued over this for a long time, not only the decision to raise the price, but also the level to which it has risen. By coming so soon as it did on the heels of the fanfare and critical acclaim of the highly rated and expensive Paisley Pear Hub in Brackley, I can see how people might think that the price rise is linked to the cost of that. I mean, if you listen to the main episode, you'll hear Ian quote the price for the Paisley Pear Hub. This will all inevitably create a huge PR backlash. I cast your mind back to the time when Ionity announced they were raising their prices to 69 pence a kilowatt hour for ad hoc charging. This was at a time when you could charge your car at Osprey for well under half that cost. Many, many people said they'd never use Ionity, that it was no longer on their list of preferred charge point operators, and they thought Ionity were price gouging. All claims I've heard for Osprey over the last few days. And yet we find that Ionity have expanded their reach in the UK, are one of the quicker growing networks, and their charges are regularly full, causing queues at motorway service stations to get onto them. Ah, you say that's because of Bonnet, the app that discounts rates on Ionity and, ironically, Osprey. Well, as we heard from Ian in the podcast, Bonnet pay the same for their Osprey charges as everyone else on their network does. Now that Osprey are charging a pounds per kilowatt hour, Don't be under any illusion that Bonnet will stay at the same rate it currently is. You may still end up with a discount on Osprey Charging, but you won't be gaining 55 or 60 pence a kilo hour by using them. The rumour is Bonnet's rates will increase within the next few weeks. So why have Osprey Charging done this when other companies such as Podpoint can still charge 28 pence per kilo hour for their rapid charges? How come they can get their electricity so cheap? Well, the bad news is they can't. When it comes to those CPOs who are charging dramatically less than the wholesale price for electricity or even providing it for free, the thing to remember is that someone is paying the difference. In the case of Podpoint, they've struck a deal with the landlords of the site they're on to subsidise the charging at that site. This is why Tesco offer free charging, for example. For a company like Tesco, who run numerous fridges, freezers, tills, etc, and literally have walk-in freezers the size of small houses in the back of some of their stores, an additional two pounds or £300 a week on, f- on a fast charger or two in their car park isn't going to cause them an issue. But make no mistake, Podpoint are not getting their electricity at a dramatically cheaper price than any of the other charge point operators. They may have hedged some of their costs and bought futures to mitigate the increase, but they're not getting power at 5 pence a kilowatt hour from Octopus. Hell, even Octopus aren't getting electricity at 5 pence a kilowatt hour for their Octopus Go tariff. They're losing money on that too. So as we move forward in this new, more expensive charging environment, I can see a couple of things happening. Firstly, other CPOs will raise their prices. Maybe not to the level that Osprey charging have, but they will increase them. Secondly, The push for government to provide clarity on the business price cap level and timing will increase. Thirdly, the pressure from entities such as Quentin Wilson's Fair Charge organisation to cut VAT on public charging will also increase. Fourthly, the market will stabilise and over time, public charging will decrease in price. I agree with what Ian said in the podcast. The time of 15 or 20 pence a kilowatt hour charging on Rapids is long gone. The question is, what will it stabilise at? Your guess is as good as mine. Thanks for listening to this special episode.